So we were doing uh, chapter 24, Canto 11 from the Srimad Bhagavatam. We had come concluded last time, verse 27. 27 was a very, very lengthy verse. It is, uh, this, is this is more than five, six verses together. So 22 to 27 were merged. It spoke about how everything goes back into its original state and how everything comes out from the original state. So it was discussed how food merges into the grains and then back into the earth, the earth into the sensation called fragrance, water and so on and so forth. So we had driven the cycle from back to front and then front to back. So both the places, how the creation happens and how human beings are born. And all this happens, the origin of all life finally merges into the Supreme, which is Krishna himself. That was what was discussed. So that was the philosophy of Sankhya. So we had concluded over there last time. We are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 24 verse 28 today there are only two verses left in this chapter this is called the philosophy of sankhya just as the rising sun removes the darkness of the sky similarly the scientific knowledge of cosmic annihilation removes all illusory duality from the mind of a serious student even if illusions somehow enter his heart it cannot remain there now here, if you recollect, this is a teaching given by Sri Krishna to Uddhava. Now Uddhava is a very advanced student because he has been living with Krishna for many many years. But like you know very well, Arjuna was given lesson three times in his life. The beginning, the middle and the end. The beginning means the first lesson was given during the time of Mahabharata. That is called the Bhagavad Gita. And then the second one and then the last one just before his death. So all these lessons were given to Arjuna. Uddhava was his compatriot. He was staying with Krishna. He was an, he was a kind of a householder. He was a kind of a friend or kind of a relative. Maybe a distant one of Krishna. And Uddhava is given the complete teachings of Krishna all rolled in one. So you can say all the three teachings of Krishna which were given to Arjuna were given to Uddhava in total. So this Uddhava Gita is actually much more in depth than the Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita is an essence of the Vedas. This is far more advanced. So let us see what is he saying over here. Just as the rising sun removes the darkness of the sky Similarly, the scientific knowledge of cosmic annihilation removes all illusory duality from the mind of a serious student. Even if illusion sometimes enters his heart, it cannot remain there. Now, when this verse is taken into consideration for a normal purpose, that means we are just discussing the verse for the sake of discussing the verse, then it appears straightforward. He says, 
Krishna was discussing about how the creation happened and how the destruction is happening. So at the time of destruction, everything that is there, all the knowledge, what is exactly going to happen, the devotee of the Lord comes to know. This is what is meant over here. And once he comes to know, whatever darkness, whatever ignorance that is there in the mind of that person is removed. Alright? And what is all these things? We say that this is not a scientific knowledge, but you know, it is actually a scientific knowledge. It is the way in which it happens. Now, science requires a lot of, uh, you know, proofs. If you don't have a proof, then science says, okay, this cannot be the knowledge and it is just assumed as, um, you know, as a theory. It's not practical. In this case, Krishna has clearly told Arjuna uh, to Uddhava that I have been here from the beginning of time. I have experienced it. You all have experienced it. And this knowledge being experienced by everybody clearly indicates that the knowledge, what happens in the end, is there. Now let us go to the point of spiritual. So what is spiritual knowledge over here? Now spiritual knowledge is this. There are two ways of learning anything, two ways, two methodologies. The first methodology is through the books. Can you see all the books behind me over here? All the Bhagavatams and all that? Yeah. So these are huge piles of books which person has to read, has to, you know, digest them. Now once you digest them, means what? Read them in detail, word to word. Because even if you miss out one word, that one word may be very, very important. You know, it, it can change the entire meaning of the sentences. So what is to be done? So first, a sadhaka. First, a learner. First, a person who is on the path of spirituality has to go through the various texts. Now, simply put, do you really believe that Reading those heavy books, you know, really heavy books, you will understand anything? No. So if you recollect, even in the Bible, even when Jesus spoke to his students, what did he say? He gave it in the form of simple parables. Parables are stories which can be understood by mankind. Everything is very simply put in a small story with a moral, with an ending, which will tell you exactly how it, what exactly it is being conveyed. So it is in the form of a story. Let us try to understand, how do we talk to children? You know, if you have to give an example to a child, do you give a direct example? Do you say, oh, this happens, this happens, this happens. Do you give a proof of the pudding directly? No. What do you do? You give the child an example. It happens this way because simple ignorant beings, simple children or ignorant beings, most of the people are, they have to be given an example. An example is to be given of some kind which will be correlating to that instance. Now let us say when mother says, you know, let us say the child is picking up certain thing without any, you know, permission. Can you pick up some things without any permission? 
Alright, in school also, can the child pick up the pencil or the pen or whatever and take it home? You're not allowed. So this, the mother has to give a story to the child. Even the teachers have to give it in the form of a story because simple minds have to be given simple stories for purpose of knowledge. They have to understand it. So simple stories are given. So before you begin your journey in spirituality, you have to read the stories of the sages and the saints and the stories of the Lord. That's exactly how things have to begin. So first go and read all the stories. There will be piles of stories available. You go to Amazon or you go to you know Barnes and Nobles or whichever great bookshop that you have. Go and find out what are the stories of the past times. You know, from the past. And they will give you. So you will find that in Hinduism we have different kinds of books like the Bhagavatam. Now Bhagavatam which we are doing is a complex one. But there will be a tiny book which will be called Bhagavatam. Okay? You don't have to read the pile of the stuff. You have to just read very small things. Simple stories about the Lord. Hmm? Or you will get stories about uh, the sages. Very simple English. Very simple method of learning. After that, then you take up serious subject. Then you move higher and higher and higher and learn more complex stuff. Right? Once you learn the complex stuff, then what do you do? You don't know the meaning of that complex stuff. See, if you learn the Bhagavad Gita by heart also, no word is going to enter. Nothing enters. Simple words, they look like very simple words. I am the Lord and the master of everything. What have you understood? Zero. Okay. The very simple line, you know. Even the thing which we say, what is love? Can anybody explain what is love? Nobody can explain. Who is God? Can anybody explain who is God? No. Have you seen God? No. Then, so, we have to go to a person who is called the knower of truth. That means somebody who knows the truth. And this knower of truth is also called a teacher. Or in other words, he is also called the Guru. So the Guru is the primary person in your world who will then teach you what are the deeper meanings of these words. Otherwise, no knowledge is going to enter. So first you need to have a clear understanding about the subject through people like this. Okay? So you need first the books, Alright? Second, the teacher. What is the third thing that is needed? You might have read in the books. In school and college you have read things in the books, correct? You have a teacher in school. Are you supposed to go and study at home? Yes, of course. Without study, you will not understand a thing. So the next thing that you need to do is called sadhana. Sadhana means practice. Practice is essential even if you have a book or if you have a guru. Sadhana is essential. The number of years of sadhana is an extended period of time. You don't even know what you have to do. It's, it's like a, nobody's business. You know, it's, 
So, even in college and school, what have you done? You are given examinations, isn't it? Examinations so that you can pass and then you can get a certificate. In spirituality, there is no cert certificate to get. But what you need to do is, after do you do your study, which is called sadhana, the practice, then knowledge fructifies inside of you. Your knowledge dawns, you get an understanding, you get the everything to know about the subject is understood. And remember, you have a teacher, a guru, who guides you constantly. He's always there with you. So, continuously it happens. After that, once your knowledge has become firm in yourself, then it dawns on you how this whole creation happened, how it ended, what happened, the entire story comes forth. Then what happens to you? Now you also become the knower of truth. And once you become the knower of truth, you are called a realized person. Now as a realized person, do you have any karma left in this world? No. Do you have any duties to perform in this world? No. Whatever you do, whatever you say, whatever that is there in your life after that period of time has zero value. Because it doesn't culminate into anything. Culmination means something has to happen after karma happens, isn't it? There has to be a repayment, you know. Karma, if you recollect, I give and I take, isn't it? If I give one slap, I have to take a slap, right? If I give 100 rupees, I have to take 100 rupees back. Isn't that what it is? But the same is not valid for the spiritual people. The spiritually perfect people, what happens to them? They don't have any karma left. They have nothing to, nowhere to go, nothing to do. They become desireless human beings. They don't have any desire of whatsoever. Such a kind of a person has terminated. Terminated. So this verse in spirituality tells you about the termination of that spiritual entity. Just as the rising sun removes the darkness of the sky. Translation, when the knowledge dawns, similarly, this scientific knowledge of cosmic inhalation removes its illusory duality. This knowledge which tells you that you are separate, then the world and the world is separate, then you. This knowledge dissolves completely. You are the world and world is you. This is what you understand. See, normal people or those who are sadhakas, what do they do? They all start their sentences with I, me, myself. Isn't it? For them, their world is so tiny. Everything starts and ends with I. I want this, I want that, that is mine, this is how I got to do. I, You know, it's, it's never ending desires. But when you become spiritually perfect, what happens to you? You do not have any personal desires whatsoever. There are no personal desires. I want to eat, I want to drink, I want to do this. You get to drink, you drink, you get to eat, you eat, you get to sleep, you sleep. 
it really does not matter to that person because nothing is culminating into karma. This is what you have to remember. So what happens to this person? Nothing. There are a couple of choices in front of that person. First choice is he can retain the knowledge and can become silent. Silent yogi. You have seen silent yogis. Ramana Maharshi is one of the great silent yogis. He hardly spoke anything. <laughs> so, in his world, everything was silence. Now, you get another kind of yogi. Now, this is... He has been told, he has been given this knowledge. You have to speak to someone. Which means, you have to become a teacher. You have to teach someone. To make that person understand. So, as a teacher, he gets the understanding, okay, I got to teach, I got to do something and he will teach. Okay? But does he have an obligation? The teacher has actually no obligation. Remember, he is a realized being, he has gone beyond. Because the person has gone beyond, where is the question of obligation? Because there are no desires whatsoever, isn't it? There is no achievement. He is not supposed to get any certificate saying, I am a great teacher. Okay, he is not going to get a prize on teacher's day saying that, oh, you are a great teacher, so I am going to give you one bouquet and maybe one medal. No medal, no teacher, no bouquet, nothing, nothing, nothing. So such a kind of a person, what happens to him or her? They are teaching because they are just doing their job. The body is supposed to do something, so they are doing it. There are no obligations. This is without obligation. So, the only reason, now in this case I will explain one small concept over here. The only reason why you have to give Dakshana. Dakshana you understand? Dakshana means a small token. The Dakshana is to be given only for one reason. That is because you should not have any karma left in your life. You get the point? All your sins have to be removed. All karmas have to be removed. I am just saying karma is equal to sin. Okay, don't. there is no sin sin. So all your karma has to be eliminated. So just give a small Dakshana and finish it off. So, but... One thing you have to understand, this is something which people really don't understand and realize. Knowledge is coming free to you. Whoever is a sadhaka, knowledge is coming free to that person. Are you supposed to speak any bad language? Are you supposed to call that person names? Can you go and accuse that person? Can you say that, you know, you are not teaching me. You are not with me. You are with Arjuna. I am Ekalavya. Is that so? You may be Ekalavya, you may be anybody. If the teacher doesn't want to teach, if the teacher is not interested in teaching or doing anything with that person, that is the teacher's choice, not that, that individual's choice. Ekalavya is not paying some big donation to charity or giving it to Harvard-like institution to get knowledge from Dronacharya. Okay? Dronacharya is least bothered about it. 
द्रोणाचार्य कैन नेवर बी बॉट लाइक दैट सो एक लव्य कैन गो एंड से वॉट एवर ई वॉन्ट्स टू ई मे कट ऑफ हिज फिंगर और ई मे कट ऑफ हिज हेड ऑल्सो डज इट मैटर नो इट इज अ टीचर्स चॉइस बिकॉज ही हेज नो डिजायर्स वॉट सो एवर एंड इफ यू हैव द रथ ऑफ दैट टीचर प्लीज अंडरस्टैंड वन थिंग वेरी वेरी इम्पॉर्टेंट इन केस इफ यू इनकर द रथ ऑफ दैट टीचर forget the teach nobody can save you no god on this planet earth including krishna can never save you so never take they say they like they say in mumbai panga <laughs> with the teacher never don't even go and utter any bad words don't say anything bad because it is not good right so even in anger even in the worst case scenario you have no right to talk ill so coming back to the knowledge once again this person's knowledge becomes perfect now he has to dissolve so this verse is about dissolution dissolving into this you know this scientific knowledge of cosmic annihilation cosmic annihilation what are you you are a cosmic body just like the earth the sun the moon they are cosmic bodies isn't it you are also a cosmic body just now the people are discovering in science that some parts of the brain have come from abroad uh, from outer space i didn't know that okay actually it is written over here already you are also a cosmic being okay and you don't have to antenna sticking out over here with a pointy nose and all that stuff i mean you are not an alien you are from this planet earth only so if you are from this planet earth you have to look like an earthling isn't it so but everything has come from everywhere outside you are a cosmic being and that is the reason why he says cosmic annihilation that means destruction of all these elements they have to go back everything has to go back the earth has to go back to earth the water has to go back to water this you know everything then what else the sound has to go back to sound have we not discussed this in the previous verse everything has to go back in its place why everything is borrowed you know borrowed means what you have taken things from here everywhere in your kitchen you when you want to make something do you take from different different uh, you know uh, containers some different stuff to create your object correct naturally is just like that so you have borrowed from you means the person that you are has borrowed everything from mother nature and mother nature is your mother you have taken the earth so you have become this body huh? like that the smell is from the earth only no So there you have taken it from there. Hearing, you have taken it from there only. So all these things have to go back in its origin. Wherever it came from, it has to go back. And the things that that you have, which is called the of cosmic origin, they have to go back into the cosmos. Everything has to return back. So if everything has to go back, then it means cosmic annihilation. Annihilation means destruction. All have to be destroyed. removes an illusory duality from the mind of a serious student illusion 
what is the illusion that you have i am somebody great you know people have a very great idea that they have ownership of things ownership is a very very dangerous subject whereas krishna is concerned uddhava cannot own krishna this you have to understand krishna's mother cannot own krishna this also you have to understand krishna's her wife and gopis and radha and everybody cannot own krishna nobody can own krishna why radha tried to own krishna one day i'm sorry he left from vrindavan okay rukmini tried to own krishna krishna was nowhere in sight where was he nowhere so what did she finally do you know what she did krishna's wife rukmini she had no choice what she did was she requested vishwakarma vishwakarma is a uh, engineer like you have your engineers in uh, information technology you have engineers no huh? <laughs> an architect so he was an engineer architect so he archi- he was the architect of this universe so she requested vishwakarma the architect of this universe can you fashion a small image of krishna as bal krishna bal krishna small baby baby krishna so vishwakarma created a small image of bal krishna tiny she kept it in her bedroom and rukmini prayed to that image every day you want another example mirabai do you think mirabai ever got krishna no you know what she did she had a tiny image of krishna she would carry it with her wherever she went she never left that image anywhere so she kept the image and she prayed to that image what do what do all these sentences mean incidentally that rukmini's image if you want to see it is available today rukmini's image that was there was lost and it was found many years later hmm? by a very great saint it is today in udupi udupi krishna the small krishna that is there is rukmini's krishna this is exact image of baby krishna all right so next time you go to udupi look at it carefully this is the image rukmini prayed for many years so physically if rukmini said to krishna you are my husband i want you was is not going to be around never no choices you think radha and gopis can find him no you think uddhava can you know okay krishna i am not going to let you go anywhere i'll tie you up and i'll put you in my back backpack <laughs> no you have to learn the meaning of the words what he says the words are important ha huh? and when the words are important you need to drill them into your brains and listen to those words 
the illusory deity, the illusory duality from the mind. This is called an illusory duality. Man thinks that he can do, he's an owner. You can't own anything in this world. No, nothing is yours. You are here only on a temporary basis, just like a rental person. You know, they can take a place on rent. Your body is on rent from the universe. So it says, no, cosmic inhalation. Okay, Mother Earth, Mother Nature has given you this body. Be thankful that you have got something to actually think of. Hmm? Have you seen those uh, movies, uh, The Invisible Man? I think it's called Invisible Man or something like that. You know, that fellow, he becomes invisible. And there is one movie where they show, you know, the ape. Okay. He puts something in his heart and the heart starts becoming a heart and then the body and then... They, I, I don't know what movie it was, but they he becomes an ape after that. He was not having a body. He was not having a body. Later on, he got a body. In the same way, think of yourself just as will-o'-wisp. Yeah, air-like. Nobody knows. You are a booth. Ah, you are like a, uh, like a, you know, spirit. But you need a body, you know, to become human. So you need to thank Mother Nature for that. So you, the moment you think of this, It gives you separation, isn't it? The idea of separation is there. Separation is you are separate, mother is separate. You are separate, mother is separate. So here, the spiritual knowledge will perfect in you. I started from the word how it happens. So perfection will come and you will become a human being who understands that everything in this world, you take the entire universe, is not separate from you. There is no duality anymore. You are one with the universe. So, just now I gave you example of Radha, Rukmini or Miravai. There is no separation between Krishna and Rukmini. There is no separation between Radha and Krishna. There is no separation between even Uddhava. Who is Krishna? Krishna is the consciousness, supreme divine consciousness inside of you, that which runs your body. Did you get the point? And you are not separate from him. Hmm? So that which runs your body, which keeps it alive, thriving, that God inside of you is Krishna. Understand this, then you will know he is never separate from you. But if you try with your material worldly, this thing that I want to own and I want to, you know, keep him surrounded. It doesn't work. So, I hope you understood this verse. This duality goes away from the mind. Duality from the mind. The mind is the one who creates duality. This separateness is created by mind. So, did you get the point? Krishna is not separate from you. You and Krishna is the one only. Alright? He lives inside of you as the consciousness, as the supreme divine consciousness, the God inside of you. From the mind of a serious student, only a serious student will understand this. The frivolous people, they will not even do sadhana. They will just want to eat and go away. There are some people, no, you come to the wedding only to drink and eat. 
they don't come to wish the bride and the bridegroom you know that no some people will will go for functions and all those big big things what is there to eat is the first thing they will ask they will go and see the all the plates over there right do you remember that movie you got mail in you got mail tom hanks what does he do first thing he goes and he picks up all the food items over there <laughs> and the hero it comes and gives him a plastic she says what is this you are picking up all the good stuff from here and taking it he says this is the reason why i have come i have come to eat over here most of the human beings are like that no <laughs> you have got there for some reason listen to the reason we pay attention to it and do what is necessary okay so here also you are sitting over here to listen to this teachings don't just take the teachings and put them somewhere and then okay now next week now tomorrow follow them through what is it that you are missing sadhana remember sadhana sadhana means practice 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 all the great players in the world they practiced isn't it right so you need to practice whether you are an actor whether you are an artist whether you are a singer whether you are a dancer all have to practice isn't it a footballer huh? a batsman everybody has to practice isn't it then only we, it will make you perfect so sadhana practice makes a person perfect just taking the knowledge ha huh, reading it and uh, telling the teacher okay you explain after that never opening the book i have great people with me who will you know who will <laughs> who have listened to my satsang absolutely perfectly and then they have never gone back to the books or the notes they have never gone back to it to even think what is being taught all right so you first got to learn it practice it then only you will become perfect so even if illusion somehow enters his heart it cannot remain there for this realized being the illusion that god has left me you see the illusion what is the illusion god is not with me krishna is not with me that illusion leaves that person only when you practice it when you become perfect krishna is never going to leave anybody and go krishna is always with you okay this is what we got to understand the sai the perfect seer of everything material and spiritual <clears throat> has spoken this knowledge of sankhya which destroys the illusion of doubt by scientific analysis of creation and annihilation so krishna is explaining this concept of creation and annihilation by the philosophy of knowledge what is the philosophy called sankhya yoga sankhya yoga means knowledge based path the path of knowledge in the path of knowledge what has he described he has described where you came from who is god how does everything evolve and how does everything devolve go away somewhere the whole process has been explained he has explained to you how with knowledge you can reach god and what is that knowledge it is scientific knowledge it is knowledge which can be ascertained by proof one is by book number 1 number 2 by 
the gurus or the teachers they will give you proof of the pudding that is they are called the knowers of truth then the third thing you need to do practice 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 after you do the practice then you reach a point of enlightenment that means knowledge will be you know glowing inside of you right huh? they are, you have seen in cartoons no one bulb lights up over there exactly the bulb inside of you will light up that is the reason why he says removes the darkness of the sky removes the darkness of the sky what is the sky the sky is this place hmm? this forehead okay the darkness from there so you get immediate knowledge tang like that you know and once you get that knowledge then you become perfect the duality disappears duality means what what is this duality you are separate than the universe you are separate than the god no you are part of the universe we describe the cosmic manifestation right i describe this cosmic manifestation over here you are a part of this entire cosmic world okay from this cosmic world everything was created from you know taking little 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 from everywhere then you were created your mind is bigger than anything use your mind to reach god don't use it for destructive purpose hmm? so who is this god the god is inside of you he is the one who tells you every now and then what you are supposed to do and what you are not supposed to do got it so all this knowledge is inside of you so i the perfect seer of everything krishna says i am the perfect seer of everything i see everything clearly do you see everything clearly everything is so invisible no see we are all struggling so much what are we struggling for every day we are struggling for money you know our life instances and things which are going to go wrong we are struggling every day we are never finding any answers the answers are illusive why why are the answers illusive because you feel you are separate than god you are separate god is separate so what do you do you look up to that god say god please give me this please give me that like that isn't it that is the reason why you don't have answers but the moment you understand you are that divine being whom are you going to go and ask for answers this firmness of knowledge comes when you realize that god is inside of you knowledge is evolving inside of you knowledge becomes one with you if you are the children of god that means a part of that being isn't it hmm? why are you feeling inadequate why are you feeling i don't have anything why are you looking up to some statue somewhere and saying god please help me no god over there god inside here inside here look at that god and say god give me the answers please outside you can look for google inside you can look for this all right inside google is god <laughs> so he has got all the answers for you why are you looking outside for answers all right yeah why do you have to go through the books you have to start the journey somewhere that is why you have to go to the books think think even common sense will teach you something common sense will tell you something very unique 
first when you were in school and college what he did you had books then you had teachers then you had a job became an expert in the subject isn't it when you became an expert in the subject you had a job and when you had a job what did you do let me refer to the books is that what you did no did you say i have to get that professor to answer my question over here in my life i have a problem today did you do that you brought your professor from college to get your answers in your office no in your life do you think you get somebody from my mummy taught me everything so i will get my mummy over here so she will solve my problem is that what you did no you solved your own problems isn't it why because you have been trained only after knowledge fructifies only after knowledge fructifies after sadhana sadhana means practice don't forget this word i have some great people in my world who just want to you know listen to stories and go away no you need to practice can you imagine all these great people without practice 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 every day every day every day practice this idea you are the one who can give the answers you are the only one who can give the answers search 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 the answers are within you no one outside can give you answers okay so this line says i am the perfect seer of everything the god inside of you is also the perfect seer of everything seer means somebody who is a sage seer is a sage isn't it seer is a saint or a sage correct seer means somebody who can see see the truth so you are also the seer of truth and spiritual and spoken this knowledge of sankhya your the knowledge of sankhya is inside of you knowledge is inside of you there is nothing outside of you that is the reason why if you, can you understand my words you know what you will say yes the moment you say yes means what the knowledge is inside of you isn't it simple logic will tell you the moment you say yes do you understand and the answer is yes let us say take an answer no you say no i don't understand Yeah, we have a lot of children who will say, "No, I didn't understand anything." If you don't understand, ask. Isn't it? What is the easiest thing to do? Ask. And ask means what? Go ask your teacher. Go ask someone. I have people who have told me many a times, "I did not understand." what do you mean you did not understand common sense i have always heard these words common sense is not always common you know we have also heard these words no? common sense is not always common means what you mean to say those people don't have common sense they have common sense but they don't use it did i not explain to you last week people get fancy degrees fancy degrees they are btech engineering mtech they are very you know bsds mscs you know bas btechs i don't know what all qualification people get ask them a simple question you are a commerce graduate can you write your books 
your expense account no daily can you write that account no i don't know how to write it do you know what is debit i studied it in my college days you know what is credit i studied it during my college days it's the same thing if i if i ask anybody today do you remember a word called entropy what is entropy can i google it and tell you but entropy is something if you are a engineering graduate entropy was done in your school days by the way right do you know what is inertia yeah inertia means no movement no i mean nothing moves no exactly the point it is there but it doesn't move what brain the brain doesn't move in people they are graduates of commerce they are graduates of engineering but brain doesn't function why because never used now do you understand where the practice comes into play it is important to practice it so this practice is so very important do not forget apply the laws apply everything in your life you have learnt it somebody will say no i did my graduation in history <gasps> of course that means you cannot apply it in your life history repeats itself you have heard of that so you think history will not repeat again you think alladin khilji will not come so so everything happens again so history also repeats so you may say you know i never understood this i never understood that there is a very serious subject going on nowadays you know the subject is this that everybody is coming out and saying some things one is coming out coming out means telling the world yes i am a different being or telling me to me to means something happened to you you think you did not know what was happening to you are you not the same person who has been watching porn from the age of 11 ha huh? the same people who are talking about me to these that so many things they have seen all the dirty stuff in their world and they are telling the world i don't know about it if you have seen it then how do you not know about it somebody oh this person put his hand on me okay if somebody has put a hand on you that means you don't know about it have your parents never taught you has your teacher never taught you has your school never taught you that there are good people and bad people in this world stay away from bad people has that world never taught you then who is the one who is doing this you got the point the person who says i don't know is called an ignorant person actually that person has knowledge all this is there knowledge is inside that person and yet the person acts feigns ignorance feigns feigns means person is not ignorant has all the knowledge in the world knows everything 
and yet no application you understand application means what the knowledge which you studied never practiced if it is never practiced then how will you apply it in life so the same person who has never practiced in life never applied knowledge how will that person ever progress in life so did you get the point so all this thing which i am teaching you just now you already know about it is that correct or no from childhood you have been taught no god is inside of you is is there anything different that i am teaching just now no god is within you your father mother brother sister everybody has told you the same thing books have told you the same thing your guru also says the same thing god is inside every human being or every person everything including the trees the animals the birds the bees everything everything has got god inside it's a realization which never happens why no practice what it no sadhana zero sadhana and you only want to eat they go for the wedding only for eating purposes so such kind of people need to do sadhana in their life sadhana means what i will tell you what sadhana in terms of shivaji maharaj was his guru said go to the jungle and study over there i have taught you everything go away got it you have to go and practice practice on your own you see pele pele you know the black pearl as we call him pele was a footballer now you pele is a great teacher of yours hmm? if you learn from him learn means what he will teach you you kick like this you do this you do this you do this but if you don't go and practice what is the point so you need to practice on your own please understand this it's very very important that you practice on your own when you practice on your own you will become perfect so this is called knowledge of sankhya knowledge based education education based thing okay it destroys the illusion of doubt so no doubt will remain did i give you serial wise exactly how it happens one by one one by one one by one and by the way if you have not understood go back to the same video go and learn it once again at least that much amount of brain will start working then you give it that you know jolt like that right electric shock <laughs> then it will start working so do this it destroys the illusion of doubt by scientific analysis of creation and annihilation it removes all the doubts in the world you don't need krishna to be present in front of you this book is there knowledge is there your guru is there everything is there you have been taught these books are nearly coming to an end and those who have been with me from beginning if they come to me and tell me i didn't understand there is something desperately wrong so please understand okay so i have finished my satsang i have done this chapter chapter 24 we have finished so we will do chapter 25 today tomorrow